0: Listen to mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. It's sure illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Gonna hit 88 degrees today. Kind of a toasty weekend. Yeah, I, I have a confession to make. I, uh. You didn't do it. Yeah, I did. Yesterday. You broke down. <clears throat> I did it yesterday. You were weak. <clears throat> well, it's April, right? It's okay. Yeah, yesterday was April first. Yeah, so it's okay to do it. It was Easter. You, turned, they, you know, yeah, you turned it on, didn't I, you? I turned the air conditioning to seventy two last night, <laughs> or yesterday during the day. Well, it's because I went. I went out because um, <laughs> I thought it was a good idea to go shopping on Easter Sunday, and it was a good idea that the supermarket was relatively empty. But I get home, and uh, you know, the dogs are laying around; they're all happy. I get the ceiling fans going, you know, because it's still you know nice out. Yeah. Usually, windows open that kind of deal. But I looked over; It was like eighty three degrees in my house. I'm like eighty three, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Really? Can it, well, not for me, but for the dogs. I see. I did it
1: for the dogs. Did you really? I did okay. it for the dogs. That's my. That's see, my job.
0: See, I. Uh, we usually try and
1: hold out till about Mother's Day, which is mm, in the middle of May, right? So to turn on the AC. So I. Uh, I stayed strong over the weekend. In uh, fact, I'm wearing. I'm wearing a rubber bracelet around my wrist. AC strong. Yeah, it's a beautiful powder blue. <laughs>
0: like a baby. Like a like a baby's room.
1: You know what? While we're talking about air conditioning, let's play back one of my favorite favorite moments of all time here on the program. Okay. It's a simple one, but we were talking last summer, I think, about <laughs> wh- where people set their air conditioning at. And I do mind it like 72. Yeah, and and the way I phrased the question confused this gentleman. What do you keep your air conditioning at?
0: Uh, it's outside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's in that? The units? Or what are you talking about? <laughs> are you talking about the units in your house? Oh. In your house, what do you keep your air conditioning at?
0: It's <laughs> it's flowing through the to the house. Wow! <laughs> what do you mean? My, my you can get it outside. What temperature do you set your air conditioning at? Oh, temperature. Uh normally it sits around seventy-six.
1: I confused him by saying I said, what do you keep your air conditioning at?
0: No, you yeah, I think you said where do you keep your air conditioning at? Maybe I did. Yeah, where do you keep Maybe. your air conditioning at? <laughs> I, I think that's
1: what you said. Yeah, well, there let me see it? real quick here. What do you keep your air conditioning no, at? No, I said what? what? Yeah, I right. said, yeah, what? yeah, but it just so, sounded like where. That was I think, I think I think I think you got your air conditioning
0: out. hidden in the house. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Keep it next they're gonna, to the stove. They're yeah. Gonna kick the door in. All right. Where's the air conditioning? Where you got it? Where you got it? It's, it's like here I somewhere. swear it's outside. I swear. <laughs> some
1: Mark and the underpal.
0: Fake
1: facts. Yeah, why not do that? It's 6.32 here at KSLX, and we'll take some alternative facts, take some fake news, mix them
0: together, give you some fake facts for a Monday. Actually, today I'm going to test you. Okay. Today, today, uh, my portion of fake facts is going to be fake facts true and false. You're going to have to tell me whether or not I'm lying to you or not. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You want to start? You want me to start? Mine are all lies, of course. Of course they are, because they're fake facts.
1: The Pope was almost late starting the Easter Mass at the Vatican. Why is that? Because he was stuck in the long line at Holy City Honey Baked Ham.
0: Somebody's got to go get it. I understand that, yeah. You'd think you'd have a guy for that. True or false, goldfish have a memory span of three months. They can remember what you did three months from now. That's true not true. True or false. True. That's not true. 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 I don't know how they tested that. I don't know how they know. They give Do they give goldfish, like, the concentration test? It's very, very tough, to, tough to get them to sit in the chair and wear yeah. the helmet on yeah. their head. According yeah. to marine bi- biologists, goldfish can remember patterns up to three months after they've taken place. Go figure. Yeah, who came up with the test yeah, that for that? so stupid. Somebody applied for a federal grant for that. That's your federal tax <laughs> dollars right there being used. So dumb.
1: At Stephen Hawking's funeral this weekend, the hearse
0: was a smart car. Oh, boy. It's not like they had to stretch him out or anything. True or false? Fingernails grow at the same rate. All your fingernails grow at the same rate. True okay, or false? On each finger? Yeah. Uh, false. It is false. Apparently so it's... Pinky, it's pinky grows slower? No, it's got something to do with uh, your uh, the blood flow. Okay. Your, your fingernails grow faster in your dominant hand. So your your right-hand fingernails grow faster than your left-hand fingernails. Who knew? If you're righty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. All right. At uh, Stephen
1: Hawking's funeral this weekend, Oh, no, really? We're still there? Yeah, you weren't allowed in if you weren't dressed smartly. (laughs) Oh, Come on. At 7 o'clock this morning. This would be smart of you to make sure you are here. Make an appointment. Set your phone. Whatever you need to do. But we're kicking off another Castle like Classic Rock Flyaway at 7 a.m., about 25 minutes away. Aerosmith and Steve Miller in New Orleans is the grand prize that you can become eligible for.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. All you have to do is listen for your cue to call. We'll get you qualified. We'll do it all day long. As a matter of fact, we'll do it all week long here in the Mark and the program. And your next chance to qualify comes up a little under a half hour away. We got a bit of a scare over the weekend. We almost lost one of our, our greatest action stars and a former yeah. governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, surprised. Was it Friday they had the emergency heart surgery? He went in for something
1: late Thursday. It was and, they, a, and they said, whoa, you got to stay. And they had emergency heart surgery, I think
0: early Friday morning. What it was was he was supposed to have some sort of, a, he's got a bad valve because of all the steroids he's done. I mean, he did. He did a, uh, He He a. had a heart problem like 20 years ago. Yeah, and he they had, had to a, replace some sort of a problem. It was a bad valve. Exactly. Yeah. But that was like a routine procedure. But in that... Case they keep an emergency heart surgery crew on staff on call that's waiting to be tagged in in case something goes wrong. Something went wrong.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so it got real serious. Now Arnold Schwarzenegger he didn't need to be airlifted to another facility, right? Which is good. But they actually airlifted him anyway, just so they could hear him say this. Oh, get to the
0: chopper! <laughs> Come on, let's go. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. No, I. You know they were very. Um, sort of vague in details on how much danger he was in. Yeah. They said, "Well, you know, he's got a problem with a valve," but they they reassured him. It's not a tumor. So that was <laughs> not a tumor right, at fair, all. Not at all. So it's very important <laughs> that he got that. Yeah, that's true. So that is true. And wow. when then, when they and they then they also said to him, you know, well, we're in a situation where this is not something that can wait. It's got to get done. Well, yeah. So they asked him, you know, wh- when do you want it done?
1: Do it. Do it! Come on!
0: Come on! Do it now! Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm right here. Come on!
1: Do it! you know what? Uh, you know, the doctor said to him, uh, "You know, this is not just a simple procedure. We're going right. to do this. Right. Uh, then you'll have to return. Of course, you have to, the to do a follow-up visit. For yeah. a follow-up. So you know what he told them, right? Yeah, he said, uh, "I'll be back." Right? No, no, no. 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 He said, uh, "Oh,
0: okay. I have my assistant set up an appointment.
1: <laughs> then, is what I'll do." Actually,
0: no joke here, though. That his first words were after coming out of the surgery and stuff, "I'm back." Like he told to the doctors and the nurses.
1: You know, it's funny, if you Google, I'll be back by Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, he says it in about 30 different instances over the course of all his films. And after the Terminator, it just became an inside joke to pop it into each movie.
0: What I loved was in uh, in Last Action Hero, when yes. the, kid, the kid was telling him he's just Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's just an, an, an actor, he turned and looked at him when he was supposed to say I'll be back, and he goes, Robert, baby, bubby, buggy, 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 <laughs> Didn't know I was going to say that, did you? Yeah. I thought that was great. He's got a great sense of humor about who he is. Mark. Neanderthal. Stupid. That's exactly what you're going to think after we tell you this tale. A tale of stupidity, dumbassery, tomfoolery, general bad behavior and decision-making. Mm-hmm. Little thing we like to call the Mark and the Interpol dumbass of the day. Yeah, you'll see it at the Mark and the Interpol
1: Facebook page. It's also at kslx.com. And our dumbasses today are just barely teenagers. They live in the Fort Myers area of Florida. Oh boy, here we go. 13-year-old Miguel Garcia, 14-year-old Rogelio Sebastian, and man, they go dumb early, I gotta tell you. Okay, then. Miguel and Rogelio conspire with some friends to steal a car, and the plan was this they called Happy Pizza, which is a local pizza place, and asked for a pie to be delivered. Okay, then sounds like a normal night. Yeah. When the pizza guy got there, the kid who answered the door was like, Oh, I, I don't think we ordered a pizza. I don't, I don't know. It must be a, let me check. I'll, I'll ask some, I'll see if anybody in the house ordered a pizza. Okay, then, and this, this is a common thing. Yeah, this was how Miguel and Rogelio made sure the delivery guy was distracted as they snuck around from a different different direction and hopped into the car. Oh, boy. Yep. Pizza for everybody. Yeah, and the, well, the pizza guy had unknowingly helped him out by leaving his car open and running. Of course. Never well, a great idea.
0: Also very common. I don't know how many times I've gone to get Chinese food delivery. You open the door, guy's at the door, he's got all your stuff, cars just sit on the on the side of the road, yeah. running, door exactly. open, actually lights on. Never a great idea. Come on in, steal me. Yeah.
1: Now, of course, uh, Miguel and Rohili are only 13 and 14 years old. You're thinking they might not be able to drive. They actually know how to drive. Okay, then. They can drive. But... The manual transmission they found in that car absolutely uh, yes. meant they could not drive that car. Millennial theft deterrent device is what that is. <laughs> it, it really is. Yep, well uh, done. The pizza guy with the old school wheels. Good for him. Foils the car thieves. They were caught a short time later. You know, they probably never even heard of a manual transmission. Right. It probably completely baffled them.
0: Well, when we were kids, there was, those were called standard transmissions. Because you kind had kind a standard. No, that was the transmission that yeah. came with the car. Yeah. And and you had to order an automatic transmission. Exactly. Now it's the other way around.
1: Yes. I mean, it is it is a dying art. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Okay, then. I'm one of the proud purveyors of that art. I can drive a
0: standard. I'm sure you can. I was yeah. forced. I, I will tell you a quick story. Yeah. I was forced to learn how to drive a standard because I almost threw a rod in my Cutlass Supreme. My father, who was an auto mechanic, I, he heard the car knocking. He goes, shut it off. Do you know how to drive a standard? I said, no, because you're about to learn. Yeah. Because he took my car off the road because yeah. it was dangerous. I had to drive his car while well, we got mine fixed. Yeah so I learned by necessity. My parents had a standard. That's what I learned. Yeah. yep That's it. And it, you know what? In, you know, bumper to bumper traffic, standards a pain in the ass. Actually, specifically a pain in the knee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so these guys, uh, they don't know standard. Oh, boy. That
0: makes them the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Mark and Neanderthal.
1: 100.7 KSLX. just thinking about something on Saturday night. We had we had a nice time. We saw a bunch of KSLX, Mark and the listeners at Goodyear Ballpark. We were out there for the show where it was a, it was Night Ranger and 38 Special playing yeah. and it was set up on, you know, in right field and everything. And it was kind of a kind of a cool setup, but
0: we ran into a couple of guys who were real buzzkills. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, it really wasn't laid back event. if you if you've ever been out to the Goodyear Ballpark, you ever seen this layout, you know, other people just sort of Sitting back, they had their drinks going, sitting in the grass, sort of doing their thing. Some people were way too high strung for that laid back an environment. Yeah, there, you know, Pete
1: Cummings, his band played. They warmed up a little bit. So that when we're in between bands, we're getting ready for Night Ranger to come out, right? And, and we were going to go up on stage and and say hi to everybody who was there. So we hear that Night Ranger is just about ready to come out, and they like they wanted us on stage just to say hi to everybody, not to introduce the band, but to right. say hi, and that the band will be out shortly. Sure. So and the, we do this at a lot of shows. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? So the stage. And hands me the microphone, and I say to him, "He goes, you got to go now." And I go, "How long till Night Ranger comes out?" You know, if he tells me
0: that way, I can pass along the information to the crowd. And how much? And basically, we're trying to get an idea of how much time do we have on stage so that we don't yeah. take too much time and delay the show. So I say, "How long till
1: Night Ranger comes out?" And his answer is, "Go, go, go, go now!" <laughs> I'm like, "Buddy." We're not storming the beach yeah. of Normandy here. Yeah, I, I have visions of that big C-130, <laughs> you know, the, the plane with the 82nd yeah. Airborne,
0: and he's just he's just pushing paratroopers out the door. Go, 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 go! So, Storm the beach! we got to take the beach in! Yeah, so if you if you saw me walking on stage laughing
1: while I was doing it, that's what I was laughing. I was like, right. dude, if you had just said three minutes, that's
0: fewer syllables. Right, I know. Would have taken less time. Right. Well, I had the other side of that. I had the, uh, the security guard that has the self-important security guard. You know what I mean? So Night Ranger, Night Ranger jumps up on stage and they're doing they're doing whatever song that they were opening with. I forget at the time, but I'm standing there, you know, right to the, where the stage. So it's like a little pit, you know, where right. the photographers and stuff are. And I whip out my cell phone to take a picture. All of a sudden, this big hand comes down and goes, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you can't be here." I go, "What?" He goes, "You can't be here." I go, "I was just on stage. I can be wherever the hell I want." He goes, "No, no, no. Night Ranger wants this entire area cleared." I'm like, what are they, nuclear (laughs) secret? Are they nuclear football? I could get closer to the president. Get back over here. Come on, get over there. Get out outside. I was like, oh, my God. I believe this guy is trying to impinge my right to rock in America. And Night Ranger has said you can still rock in America. But yes, I guess under a specific set of circumstances, you yes, must, you must keep 500 feet away from the band while <laughs> rocking in America. Right,
1: and you have to make sure the disc jockey is off stage before the band comes on and then rocks in America. Yeah, I mean, I remember back—I uh, think it was in the '50s during
0: the McCarthy era when you, you really couldn't rock in America. It was right. not allowed. And uh, well, that was the big—that was the big rock in America case. That was that happened. You remember the congressional hearings where D. Snyder <laughs> and yes. uh, John Denver went up there? That was, in fact, one of the residual effects of that. Was it was a confirmation that you can still rock. Rockin' America. Yes, I, I believe Night Ranger appealed to the Supreme yes, Court. Yes, the United States Supreme Court versus Night Ranger. I believe was the, the landmark case that yes. happened there,
1: and the law was laid down that yes, you can still rock in America.
0: And then people ask, well, why did Night Ranger go on in front of uh, Thirty Eight Special? Well, Thirty Eight Special had to rock into the night.
1: Correct. Right. So, and it was still daylight when Night Ranger, night Ranger, went Ranger was on. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So they were rocking into the night. Keep that all. Got to make sure everything there. is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's time for a little work jerk action. Time now for a Mark and Neanderthal work jerk.
1: Yeah, you know, Monday you got to get back to work. There's always one person at the office you don't like or a customer you run into, a client who always gives you a hard time.
0: Sure. And we're always
1: looking for a good Monday story.
0: Yep. So, you know, we've asked people to call us and give us their ideas as to, you know, what constitutes a work jerk or what kind of things that they're dealing with and... We always get a winner, especially yeah. on a Monday. Absolutely. What's yours?
1: I work as an enrollment counselor, and we have we have to make our numbers to enroll in a certain number of students. And sure. And another coworker has gone into my dot database, stealing my leads.
0: Oh, wow. Ooh. Wow. Isn't that something that could get them fired?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I went and told management, and, and they rewarded her with um, more leads. But they did send out an email telling people, remember, don't go into people's databases <laughs> trying to... You know, uh, into their context. Don't so. you? Don't you hate that when somebody does something completely against protocol, and everybody gets a
0: general email about it? Yeah, that was exactly Easy. what happened. Yeah. Well, that's because some companies have the whole "is everybody held to the same standard" thing, and it screws everybody that's actually toeing the line for somebody that's an idiot who just can't seem to get along and go, go along with the rules. Yeah, follow procedures, etc. You just summed it all up. Now everybody works with somebody like that. Everybody, <laughs>
1: hey, I'm right here. Hey, thanks for eye opening for me. Thanks for calling. We appreciate that. Hey, Love you guys. See ya. Yeah. Don't, Don't you know I was talking about you?
0: Just because I was looking right at you. Yes. Yes. You're accusing. You're accusing. Stare. Look. Just because you're a rule follower, and I tend to think outside the box. You're a rule follower too. I think outside the box. Okay. All I think about is box, really.
1: But you know what? If you were a salesperson, somebody stealing your leads. Yes. That's bad news. That's the lifeblood right there. Yeah, no, I, I I would think that that would be something that you should get fired for. Yeah, cannot have it. So no. every Monday we'll always have a work jerk for you. You can always let us know about them anytime via email or preferably give us a buzz. 480-470-KSLX. Mark and Neanderthal. Right. We're going to talk about right. Alice Cooper last right. night in Jesus Christ Superstar. I mean, he works here at K KSLX. He's on every
0: night. Uh, right? And, and obviously, everywhere Alice goes, so the crowd goes. Nuts. Check this out. Last night on NBC Live. On Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, this was, was the reaction from a from an audience watching a musical when right. he comes out. Right. They're late, doing, late in the show. They're bowing and doing the we're not worthy thing because he's Alice Friggin' Cooper. That's yeah. why. And then he starts,
1: he starts singing. Actually, he talks the first part. Yeah. yeah, here you go.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus. I am overjoyed to meet you face to face. You've been getting quite a name all around this place.
0: Healing cripples.
1: Raising the dead. And now I understand your God wow <laughs> at
0: least that's what you said see he owns that yeah he, and then owns he, it absolutely owns it and the, and the, yes yeah it go. turns into kind of a soft shoe run. thing yeah a little bit of a little bit of vaudeville deal deal change oh. my water into wine that's all you need to do and here's the thing, Alice Cooper. Like I'm watching this thing, right? And I didn't watch the whole thing, but just looking at John Legend standing there in front of Alice Cooper, it's like you're witnessing a master at work. I mean, Alice Cooper might be the most experienced theater guy that was in that production last night. He's been doing this for 50 years, yeah, live on stage as a character. I mean, I'm surprised that to get him, they didn't say,
1: "Hey, if you want, we'll kill Jesus with the guillotine." As long as you, <laughs> as long as you join the show, just be in our show. Yeah, um, but you know. He was so good, and like you said, so comfortable. This was a piece of cake for him. Oh, sure, sure. He, he, he only had the one segment, just the one song to learn.
0: Right, And so, he, and the way, but the way he delivered that, he came uh, out and just, you know, he was in character. He knows his vocal inflections, exactly what yep, to do. Exactly. Twitter went nuts, right? Check this out. Uh, Alice Cooper, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Alice Cooper is Herod is everything I didn't think I know I needed. Uh, when Alice <laughs> Cooper came out, the place went nuts. Alice Cooper saved Easter. I want someone to look at me the way this guy looks at Alice Cooper as King Herod. Herod. I mean, it is just... It was really, yeah. It was yeah. very, very good. Fantastic. So, and uh, uh, he was the biggest star on that show. I know he's not the biggest name on the marquee because they were touting John Legend as Jesus as being the biggest star, but well, no.
1: There were three names that you would know. The rest of them were just, I think, Broadway actors and right. actresses.
0: sure. But, now, but, now, now, don't diminish them. Broadway is a tough place oh, to no. be. That's like, the, you know... It's huge,
1: but I mean, the big names were Alice Cooper as King Herod, right. John Legend as Jesus Christ, and Sarah... Borellis as Mary Magdalene and Jerry
0: Mathers as the Beaver. Well right, yes. yeah. Well that's yeah. you know, obviously he yeah. steals the scene usually. Yeah,
1: yeah, usually the Beaver steals the show, but right.
0: this time around it was Alice Cooper. Mark and the Interpol in the morning. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7
1: KSLX.